Blog Talk Radio. Mr. Pop. The views and opinions of this show. Hello, welcome to the Combat Sports Show. This is Monday, August 20th. 2018, we we had kind of a slow week in MMA, a couple of good shows on over the weekend, um, you know, the UFC has taken a couple of weeks off, Bellator was back, there was a good CES show, uh, it was it was pretty good, there was a good bunch of shows on this weekend, tonight we're going to talk about those shows, we're going to talk a little bit about SummerSlam, Jason and I are going to cover some boxing and some MMA, upcoming MMA and we're going to announce our special interview next week later on in the show. Jason, how you doing, buddy? I'm all right. Uh, well, I was... Damn, Radio AFS cut me off. Yeah? I'm here. That's all right. That's all right. We're all professionals oh. here. I know how to cover for you. Hmm. Yeah, about halfway through the intro, my phone goes... My phone went bye-bye, and I'm like, well, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know it happens. It, it does. It does. Um, I don't worry about it. Um, so, like I said, we're going to talk a little boxing. We're going to talk a few upcoming, like big upcoming boxing matches. We're going to talk some big upcoming MMA events. And later on the show, you get to announce our special interview next week. This is a big one, right? Oh, I get. To- Oh, you're actually going to let me do something big for the show for once. Don't I feel so lucky? Well, you don't really do anything else for the show, so I thought I'd let you have this. Oh, that's very true. Yeah. It's just just a thought. I was trying to be nice. <laughs> the thought that counts, right? <laughs> that's what they say. So, uh, so <laughs> I want to open up the show. You and I were talking a little while ago. It was very, very funny. Okay. So, tell everyone what you had a dream about taking a nap this afternoon. (laughs) Well, first off, I did want to say happy birthday to my son. He turned 17 on Friday, so I took a long weekend. Uh, I took a Friday and a Monday off. And today, you know, it's a busy weekend. I decided I was going to take a little nap this afternoon. And I had a dream. I was like a a press guy, um, like a real professional press guy. And Conor McGregor was there, and he went in the bathroom. And for some reason, I decided to get a big bowl full of ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise, stuff like that, and I was going to throw it on him when he came out the door. And I realized, no, because he's just going to move as soon as he sees that coming. Um, so what we did, a whole bunch of us got together and got into the the venting, and we, we uh, popped a whole bunch of helium balloons in it. And you could hear Connor. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't hate the guy, so I don't know why this dream made me laugh so much. But we we, we opened up all these balloons, and there goes Connor sounding like Smurfette. <laughs> he, he comes out in a big old coke-headed Smurfette rage, and it's just the funniest fucking thing I'd ever seen. Uh, man. And apparently everybody was drinking the orange juice because he was knocking everybody's orange juice cups out of their hands. But he said it was just like Smurfette being mad at everybody. <laughs> it just wasn't working. It was funny as fuck. 
having a dream about Conor McGregor for once. It sounded <laughs> yeah. kind of gay. Well, no, no. I don't know if it was specifically about Conor because, you know, I was a, a press guy, and we've seen – I think a lot of this stuff is stuck in my head. Conor's fighting Khabib. We all know that in October. Well, the whole thing was when Conor threw that dolly into the truck, the UFC was so mad they were thinking of dropping him. He was never going to fight again. This is the worst thing we've ever seen. I don't know if he's on drugs. He needs help. Two, we're going to use that to promo the next fight. We're going to use that to make money. It's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And it's just so goofy. It's so WWE scripted that it has to be real life because it can't be that fake. You know? But you know as well as I do, if UFC ever dropped Conor McGregor, Uh, I don't think the UFC has – their brand is gone. No, the UFC's lost people that were really big before. They could lose Conor. I mean, he hasn't fought for – how long has it been since he fought? It's been well – almost two years, right? It's been, yeah, it's been almost two years, but I'm just talking well, no, about – was... um, I'm just talking about the average – the average fan. Not the diehards. The diehards are going to watch MMA regardless. Yeah. You take my neighbor, for instance. He's an average fan. He, he's only going to watch the big, big names. So you take Conor McGregor out of the equation, you really have nothing to bring to the table to, to have an average viewer buy the fight. No, I don't think so. I mean, there's always going to be the next guy. You know, unfortunately, some of the next guys aren't so big a name. Like, like Daniel Cormier is not a big name. I mean, he's a good fighter, but he just doesn't draw people to the table. That's why they're – that's the reason they're bringing in Brock Lesnar because Cormier is so fucking boring. You know, his his rhetoric is so stupid. It's too over-the-top. I'm going to copy Conor McGregor, but I'm too dumb to do it right. Just like Kobe Covington. Too stupid. You're too stupid to do this. Not as a person, but the act they're playing is too stupid. Conor just so happens to be very, very good at what he does. His trash talk is, is on another level. Conor, Chael Sonnen was the same way. That guy, Chael Sonnen, unfortunately, though, couldn't fight as good as Conor could. Conor is one of the very few to be able to trash talk. Probably like Muhammad Ali, but you and I didn't get to grow up with him. Connor can trash talk. So good. But yeah, he gets in the cage. See how I'm talking. Connor gets in the cage, and he fights as good as his trash talk. No. That makes a hell of a difference. Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson for a little bit, they always could back up their trash talk. Tyson was horrible at it. Tyson would – no, I wouldn't put Tyson anywhere near that equation. Tyson could not trash talk at all. He would just get mad and start a scuffle he, and then sound like a little kid. I'm going to eat your kids or something dumb like that. He was terrible at it, absolutely terrible. It's definitely but, something in your brain. I'm not saying you're stupid if you can't trash talk. I don't mean like that. What I'm saying is, you know how you and I talked about some people have fast twitch muscles? Um, quite a few weeks ago, we were talking about that. Some people yeah. are made, their reaction times and their muscles are so fast, it's ridiculous. Uh, same thing with your brain. 
Some people can have comebacks so fast in their brain, it's just ridiculous. Uh, Connor's one of those guys. Chael Sonnen is, is pretty good at it. Uh, Mike Tyson was not good at it. Mike Tyson could could react to anything physically, mentally. He's like like you and I. We're not good at comebacks like that. I, I can't do it. Uh, I know that. Um, uh, it doesn't mean you're one smart. It's just very good. Don't. I know one person that's very good at comebacks, and it just yeah. He yo know, he just shuts me up. You know you. We have that thirty second rule. Yeah, I have nothing for that. I have nothing for it. Which is a long time. Thirty seconds is because we're stupid at it. You know, we're just not good at it. Some people, man, they can just whip those things out like nothing. It's ridiculous. Um, trash talking is an art. If you're good at it, you're good at it. It's just the way it is. But so, so yeah, long way around. That's why I dreamed what I why I had that weird dream. It was, just, but it was funny, you know. Funny, but it was a little weird. It was goofy, but I, like I say again, I think it had to do with the whole, you know, Connor threw a, a dolly into a bus, made an ass of himself, got arrested, and then the UFC threw him under the bus. We're never going to work with this guy again. He's gone crazy too. We're going to use this to sell a fight because this is cool. Okay. Which is going to segue into my first question for you tonight. So be prepared for that. Okay. So, let me ask the first question, since this event is coming up within three weeks. Okay, well, it's it's usually, generally, I, I prefer to let ladies go first anyway, so that works out fine for me tonight. <laughs> You're a dick. You're a fucking <laughs> dick. So, <laughs> I have nothing for you. Um, yeah, that's the best comeback you have. You see why you and I are not masters of the comeback. This is just... <laughs> I, no, I I have nothing for you right now. Well, I, I do have a lot of it, but it's it's not... Yes, this is a rated R show, but I just don't want to... I just don't... I can't go there. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. The SEC might even... The SEC might even get involved with this one, so I'll just leave it alone. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so, big-time boxing match coming up. We were supposed to have it, yes. you know, a little while ago. And, of course, we all know Canelo got popped for, you know, for trace, a, a trace amount an answer. Of, uh, yeah, trace amount uh, of clenbuterol. And it's it's very so, – this is very polarizing because you and I were, were both a – you know, we want to throw the guy under the bus, but trace amounts very, very well. It, it's hard to say that he's 100% a cheater in this situation. It could have been he was coming off the cycle and did it too late. It very likely could have been. We all know the meat there does have amounts of this, this drug in it, and it's a tough call. Yeah, I I still think he's a cheater. I mean, you know, knowing you live in Mexico, for God's sake, you're a very wealthy person that lives in Mexico. He's got his yeah. own... He's got his own people that make his food, that buy his food. Now, damn it, if you go out to the if you go out on the street and eat street tacos, you're at this point you're a fucking idiot. I'm sorry, there's just no other way around it. I, I think he cheated. But well, the whole thing is though, is he would have had to eat a lot of that meat, so little in the meat, 
he would have had to constantly ingest that meat for quite a while to get it in his urine. That that's for that. Why test. I think that's why I think when they popped him with the drug test and it came up trace amounts. Now, clenbuterol only stays in your system for 48 hours. Okay. It's, and I, oh, it, I, it might even be quicker than that. But you take mm. it, and, it, and it's gone. It doesn't stick around for very long. So he was at the end of a okay. cycle when they tested him. That's, th- th- this is just my theory. I mean, because like you said, he would eat, you would have to almost eat that meat almost every day. He knew what he had to do to beat Triple G, and that's what he did. So, September 15th, they're finally going to have the rematch. Triple G and Canelo. Okay. How do you see this fight going? Or What's your prediction in this fight? <clears throat> well, first off, what I am interested in seeing is if Canelo fights the same as he has before or if he's noticeably different. If he's noticeably a different fighter, it's going to be very, very telling. And, oh, man, something was aiding him before that isn't now. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm going to be and, looking at. That's one of the I'm going to look at. Yeah. Does he so, still have his quickness? Um, is he still packing the amount of muscle that he did before? I lose you? Brian. So, but my prediction on this, I don't think Canelo stands a chance myself at all. I think Triple G is just going to walk right through it. What do you think? Well, it looks like we lost the host of the show. And then we have another fight that's coming up. They haven't named a time or a place for it, but we have Deontay Wilder going up against Tyson Fury. Now, this fight is, I think this fight's very intriguing. We've got two big heavyweights going at it. They're both called, I mean... I want to say Wilder will probably come in this fight weighing about 230 to 240. Tyson Fury's going to weigh about the same. My feeling on this is someone's going night-night. And then we hope we can get Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder to go next year. Or Tyson Fury. But I think Anthony Joshua is to take the winner of this fight. It doesn't matter okay. who fight I'm back. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, that was my bad. I messed up my phone. <clears throat> oh, well, you're an idiot. Yeah, that wasn't Radio AFS. That was totally, that was 100% me on that one. Sorry about that. Oh, no worries. So. Okay, so where were we? Well, I dove off into another fight. Um. I think Triple G is going to walk right through Canelo. That's just me. Well, it was a pretty good fight the first time. 
Um, and Triple G did not walk through him, but he it looked like he won the fight, though. Well, not looked. I mean, he did win the fight. But I think he might have been... Canelo he didn't actually win the fight. It was a draw. I still think he won the fight myself. Yeah. Triple G won that fight. I mean, that's just one of those controversy fights that... But um, but I also think Canelo was enhanced. We'll find out. We'll find out in three weeks. We'll find out on September 15th. Now, the other fight I was, I was talking about was Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. Okay. They haven't named a time or place for that yet. But this is going to be – you're just talking two huge heavyweights going at it. Okay. <clears throat> I know you don't. So, what do you know, think on that fight, Jason? Anymore because what's that? What do you think on that fight, Fury versus Wilder? Over under three rounds. What do you think? Oh, it's going to go over three rounds. Really? I think it's going to go over three rounds. Um, I just don't know who's going to win this fight. They're just two big, big human beings. Do you think it could quite possibly compare to the UFC fight they made not that long ago with two really big guys, really big hitters, in Derek Lewis versus Francis Ngannou that turned out to be a complete and utter dud that had about 30 punches thrown in three rounds? No, I do not think that fight. I don't think Wilder and Fury is going to be that type of fight. Yeah, I think it's going to be well, a you know, heavyweight. Two big guys get in there. Sometimes it does happen. They get a little scared. Not scared, scared, but they know, hey, I can't make a mistake with this guy. And it turns them into a different fighter. Yeah, but I watched that, I watched that UFC fight, man. I, and I bought that card. <laughs> it was a bad one. That was... The fight, anyway, not the card. The card was good. The, no, the fight card was, was good. That fight was bad. Yeah. That I was, I was pissed that I had to pay $70 to watch that garbage. I mean, if the UFC, UFC had any integrity, yeah, if they had any integrity whatsoever, they would break that fight down or that card down into five fights. So break that $70 down, divide it by five, and refund everybody one-fifth of their money because that fight was not worth the price we paid for it. Oh, no. And that was your main... Uh, was that the main event or the co-main event? No, it was the co-main. I mean, that that was God, can you imagine? Game. Imagine if they gave us two more rounds of that. Oh, fuck. That would have been horrible. No, I don't think Tyson Fury and Wilder is going to be garbage at all. Someone's Good. getting knocked out. Someone's going to yeah. get knocked out. Um. Deontay I'm going Wilder to go under. I'm going. I'm taking the under. I don't think it's going to go three rounds, three full rounds. I mean, that's that's a possibility. I mean, so you've been watching boxing for a long time. Yeah. Do I do I smell a bet on this? What do you want to lay on the line? 
Well, first off, we need to get the clarification that I'm ahead on these bets so far. Um, but not by much. I think I'm up two to three or two to, what am I up by? Like four to two. So I've got a couple more wins than you do, but you're catching up quick. One win and you're right back in it. So this is a tough one too. This is a boxing one. So we're going to bet on both of these fights. Let me think about it. Okay. Next week we'll come up with terms and, and, and seal the deal. But what's interesting about this Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder fight, and I hope it, I hope it goes this way, but I don't think it's going to, uh-huh. is I want to see since Anthony Joshua, he's been told he, by the WBA he has to fight as mandatory. Okay. And I think Anthony Joshua is just going to walk right through this guy. That's just my, my opinion. But it's boxing. You just never know what's going to happen. I hope Anthony yeah. Joshua takes the winner of Fury and Wilder. They've been trying to get Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder to fight, but they just haven't been able to, you know, get anything down. Okay. But that would be a, be a great too. Both guys are so you think You think the winner of this one gets Joshua? Yes. Okay. I, now, that's the way I hope it goes. But now, if, if they don't, and, well, I'm hoping Josh, I, I'm rooting for Deontay Wilder because I want to see the Wilder-Joshua fight because that will, that will unify the heavyweight division. Okay. I think Deontay Wilder's got one or two belts, and I think Joshua's got two or three. So that will unify the division right there. And, of course, we all like to see a we all like to see a guy that holds almost all the belts. It, it just make, it makes it fun. It makes it fun, and it makes it it makes it seem like uh, everything has everything's there for a reason, you know. And it's American against English. Ooh, that's always fun. Deontay Wilder's from the United States. Anthony Joshua's from England. Yeah. Um, well, they were. I, lo- I love those Josh English guys coming Wilder. in because usually they're too they're too polite to trash talk too much. Oh, Wilder's a trash talker. Anthony Joshua is the quiet one. He just says, you know, let my let my boxing, you know, let let's prove it in the ring. He he doesn't trash talk too much. They already had this fight set up once, and they were supposed to fight at Wembley Stadium. I think that's in London. That's, yeah. I mean, the last time that Anthony Joshua fought there, 68,000 people. Yeah, Wembley is so, huge. They, they've, they've had some big events there. Mm-hmm. Well, they play, I don't know how many football games there as, as well. Yeah, coincidentally, that's where Queen had, um, Queen had one of the biggest, one of the biggest performances ever there. Had like eighty something thousand people. Holy shit, that's huge. Yeah, yeah. That didn't beat their live aid. When they did live aid, it was well over a hundred thousand people there. But that's a whole nother. Wow. Thing. That's a whole nother. Thing. Yeah. It was. It was voted consensuous. The best live performance ever was that Queen coming out for that live aid set. Best one ever in history. Wow. I never knew. Well, <clears throat> I'm not a queen. 
So you're not a fan, but it can't surprise you with how good they were, you know. Well, they got good music. I just was never a fan of Queen. It took me. You know what? I I liked them, but I never really started listening to them until like the late '90s. Started really listening to Queen and enjoyed it. So, what question okay. did you have to ask? Okay, first question. Here's one. This is a good one. I like this one. <clears throat> George St. Pierre came out and said publicly he would like to challenge the winner of Conor McGregor versus Khabib Nurmagomedov. Um, I think I think you're supposed to say his name without the K, because now I hear Joe Rogan and everybody saying Khabib instead of Khabib. So I'm a little confused on how to say his first name. Uh, I didn't know you you dropped the K, and maybe that's a Dakistani thing. Um, like uh, like in Brazilian, the the R is an H. It sounds like an H. So maybe there's no the K silent. Uh, I'm not sure. I, but I'm just going to go with the way I've been saying it. <laughs> yeah. It, so hopefully we're not. I mean, I'm. I know I'm not butchering it that bad, but hopefully, hopefully, well, regardless, um, Khabib is going to fight Connor in October, and George St. Pierre said, "Hey, I want to fight the winner." And Dana White comes out and says, no, we don't want that to happen. We don't like doing money fights. So, for one, this is a two-part. For one, what do you think of GSP's chances versus either of those guys? And for two, is that not one of the most blatant lies Dana White has ever told? We don't like money fights? Go ahead. So, I'll hit part two of this real quick. Okay. Yeah. Dana White big fat fucking liar Dana White only <laughs> likes money fights that's why he doesn't use a ranking system a good one yeah oh man yeah um, Conor McGregor does not deserve a fight with Khabib just yet he should have to work his way back up the ranks he hasn't fought in two years yeah. no because he's Conor McGregor he's, he's going to draw the money of course he's going to get right back into a money name fight Mhm. Khabib holds the belt, doesn't he? He 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 won the interim belt. That Tony Ferguson had the interim belt. Then Tony lost. They took the belt from Tony because he's out due to surgery. He had a big old surgery on his knee. Then Khabib won the interim belt. This is the belt. This is actually the lightweight title that they stripped from Connor because he won right. it, but then never wanted to defend it. And now he's decided he's going to defend it, um, and we'll see. You know, it's it's a uh, it's kind of it's basically a joke right now that there's a belt at all. So if you really think about it, Connor is the champion. Connor's coming in the champion. He never lost the belt. They stripped him of it. Whatever. Regardless of how much time he took, he's the true lightweight champion right now. And I'm not saying that because I think he deserves it. He definitely deserved to be stripped. Don't get me wrong, but he never lost the belt. So if you look at it, he's the real champion. Khabib's basically the interim champion. If Khabib wins, then he's the true champion. If Khabib loses, then Connor's still the champion. So I think this is a great title fight. Um, but And to be quite honest Connor, with you, I totally lost track of what your question was. I, I just threw a big old rant on it, and I don't even know what you just asked me, to be honest with you. So I answered I answered part two to your question. Now Dana White's a fucking liar. Dana White loves yeah, money yeah. fights. Yeah, he's a fucking um, liar. 
Here, here, so part hold up, hold up. Here, here, hold up, hold on. Before you do that, here's a couple of really famous Dana White quotes. Okay, women will never fight in the UFC. Okay, remember that? Yep. They will never fight in the UFC. Um, actually, this one came is so far true. He has said he will never co-promote. So sadly, that's the one thing that he he said was true. Oh man, what's another one? There's been a couple of lies, like huge lies. Holy crap! Oh, did you uh, hear? Hear this recently? What's that? He said he would like to fight Tito in a boxing match. No, no, no. That was years ago, Jason. Years ago, years they were ago? supposed to fight. Yeah. Well, I I just heard okay. I I just well, unless this is an old quote from a couple of years ago. Many many years. Ago. I just um, my next door neighbor just actually came up and said. Did you hear what uh, what Dana White said? I'm like, no, what? He goes, he wants to challenge Tito Ortiz to a boxing match. And I'm like, yeah, that that was so many years ago. Tito, when he came back to the UFC, like part of his his uh, fuck his contract, something about it was he's got to fight Dana White has to box him, and Dana agreed and filmed this big old special about him preparing for the boxing match, right? Months long, getting getting in shape. And then they went to the weigh-ins and Tito no-showed. And they made Tito look like a complete pussy. But he was like, Tito said, he said, listen, the contract was a joke. Okay, I just, I didn't, Dana and I didn't get along. I wanted to box him, but I don't want to do it publicly. Because one, if I beat him, I beat a fat promoter. If I win, I beat a fat promoter. Okay, I can't win now. But if I lose, if I lose, a fat promoter beat me. He's all, either way, no matter what happens, I, I'm screwed. <laughs> He's all, I'm not going to do it. It was just a joke. <laughs> and I believed him. I think that was, that made sense. So going back to your part one of your question. Okay, yeah, definitely. GSP versus Connor or Khabib. What do you think of that fight itself? Um, me, honestly, it's, if this fight ever happened, I think it's going to be Connor and GSP. That's okay. my favorite. I I think GSP beats Connor McGregor. I really do. Okay. Yeah. He's bigger. Do they do a catch weight? Or does Connor mean no, no. one? No, oh, it's, it's for 155. It's for the 155 title. You think GSP can get down to 155? He says he can make 155 easier than he made 185. GSP's wow, not a big gonna... He's not a big muscular guy. At 170, he wasn't a big muscular guy. He, you know, he was not a big, thick dude. He's about 5'10". He fought at 170, and he cut weight to make 170, but he was about 180, um, 190. A lot of the guys that fight at 170, like Johnny Hendricks, was 205 pounds when he started cutting weight to 170. Think about that. 205 pounds. GSP so at GSP, 190. Yeah. GSP walking pounds. around at 190 is, is a heavy 190. He could walk around at 180 and cut um, – listen to the Tyson um, – what was his name? Tyson shit. Tyson Griffin. 
He fought at 155. He was 5'6", 155. He walked around at 180 and cut down to 155. Okay? I think GSP can make 155 pretty – I don't think it's going to be an easy cut because that's a big cut, but I think he can do it. Then, okay, if they're going to meet at 155, see, I thought Connor was going to have to go back up to 175 to meet him. Connor going up What's to that? 175. That's going to be no, a great no fight. There's no 175. There's no 175. You mean 170? 170. Connor's done it once. When he beat Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz that time. Yeah, but then they they, they did a rematch. And Connor beat him. At 155, right? At 155. So he only fought one fight with Diaz at, at, at 170? Yes. The Both first fights one. were at 170. No, I think they were I think it was one and one, right? No, I think no, I think Connor stayed there at one seventy. No. He didn't like mm-hmm. that one seventy. That was well, that one seventy was a special that was like a special gift, not a gift. But they made special circumstances for Nate because Nate was coming in on 10, 10, 11 days' notice. Oh. And it was like, hey, man, I can, I, I'll can, fight him. Because, Nate, you know, Nate will never turn down a fight. Well, except for nowadays. But Not that they're scared of fights, but you know what I'm saying. But he's like, yeah, I'll fight him. But, man, one, you know, it's going to be hard for me to hit 55 in 10 days. So... If Connor has to go up to 170 to fight GSP, I don't know who would win that fight. That's going to be a great fight. He has to come down to 155 to fight Connor. Connor's going to kill him. Really? I think Connor's the same GSP. Him. It's the same GSP. I guarantee it won't be the first time he hits 155. He'll definitely test test the weight cut out before he does it. GSP is a smart fighter. He's probably test. I, I'm telling you right now, Jason probably getting ready for that shit right now. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, do you honestly think that fight would ever happen? Honestly? I think, yeah. honestly, I, th- I think it would. I think it's going to happen. Dana White would be I think, not. Yeah, I think the only reason the UFC wouldn't really want it to happen is because GSP would probably come in, take the title, and then, then walk away again, and that would be him retiring with three different titles. That's that's pretty sweet. Um, and, and but again, really, what it is, what it turns into, is, is just a fight. Dana White is so worried about the belt. What he should do is make it like you just said, a catchweight in between one fifty five and one seventy, where Connor goes up a little, GSP goes down a little, and we still get a great fight. But the title doesn't go to GSP, and not that he doesn't deserve it, but we don't want to see. I don't want to see the title go from Connor to GSP and then vacant, and then they have to do another tournament or whatever. I want to see that title stick to someone. I well, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, well, when he beat Nate Diaz. Conor McGregor was holding two belts in two different weight classes. Mm-hmm. They stripped him of one. Well, yeah. they stripped him of both. 
because he just wouldn't defend him. But they stripped him of, isn't that the 155 belt? No, they stripped him of the 145 belt right away. The 145. But they, he kept the 170. Yeah, for 155 for a while. So, I think I, I think Connor kills him at 155. <clears throat> they do a catch weight where they kind of meet somewhere in the middle. Now, now we're talking. I just can't see Connor beating that guy. I can see him beating him at 150. I can't see it. GSP has better wrestling than anybody. I don't even know if I don't think Khabib could beat GSP to be honest with you. GSP's wrestling is so good and Khabib's striking is absolutely nowhere near GSP's level. I think GSP just fucks him up. You know? Um Yeah, but that's that's Connor a big Rager, part. I'm, I'm, Conor McGregor's stand-up game is is all is as well as we all know is one of the best in the business. Yes, but his, his now, grappling GSP, is terrible compared to good wrestlers yeah. like that. He does not have the good grappling like uh, like I said, Chad Mendes just absolutely thrashed him, and that was on ten days' notice. Um, but we all know that if you can get Conor to the ground, that's a big if because his his takedown defense is getting so much better. You get Conor yeah. McGregor to the ground, yes, you can beat Conor. Yes, you can. Yeah, definitely. I, there's, I, I just don't know anyone in, in the sport right now that can go blow for blow with Conor McGregor. I, I, I just don't see it. Mm. His hands are heavy, dude. His he, hands he, are yeah, heavy. He, well, Nate Diaz did it. I mean, come on, Nate did. Nate fucked him up. I mean, you're a wrestler or you're a grappler. You still got to come in and get him. Mm-hmm. You're leaving yourself exposed. Yeah, and he could just keep on you. Yeah, he's good. But, uh, but his takedown defense is getting a lot better. So getting Connor to the great, getting Connor McGregor to the ground. It's not as easy as a lot of people would think. No, not at all. But we'll see. You know, that's all. That's all in the future. Um, did you hear? <clears throat> this has nothing to do with anything I wanted to ask you tonight. But this is a fight they just got signed. Nate Diaz is coming back to the UFC. I did hear that. Did you hear? Yeah, he's fighting Dustin Poirier, and Dustin, as we all know, just beat Eddie Alvarez. What do you think about? We might have touched on this last week because I think it was announced then, but it's just if that's such a good fight to have um, for the division, Dustin. It, it kind of sucks for Dustin though because he's in a he's in a holding spot. This fight is just a placeholder for him. You know, he he's got like five wins in a row now. He's really close to that title shot, but yet. We don't know what's happening with this title. I really think Dustin should not have taken the Nate Diaz fight because Nate's coming off a loss. Okay, and No matter how you look it, at it, Nate's Diaz. coming off a loss. What's that? Wasn't his last fight Conor McGregor? Yeah, where he lost. Oh, 
Um, Nate's coming off a loss. Dustin's got five wins in a row. Dustin, and Nate hasn't been in the over in almost two years. Yeah, it's been a long time. Dustin, I really would have liked to see Dustin go on and take on Tony Ferguson, who's coming back. His knee injury is healed. He said he's ready to go. He's training again. I would like to see those two guys go at it. Because if Dustin beats Tony, Dustin deserves the next title fight. Because Tony was the interim champ. Um, and if Tony wins, he proves that he needs that title fight. Khabib wins? Are we ever really going to see Tony versus Khabib? They've tried four times. Four times. That fight's been canceled. No. Nah, I, I, I don't think that fight will ever happen. Do you see them even but trying for a fifth one? No, I wouldn't. Dana White would be stupid to try to put the thing together again. Yeah. I'm actually watching a great fight right now as I'm talking to you. Okay. When um, GSP is fighting uh, fighting Matt Hughes. Which one? They fought three times. I think this is the one when Matt... uh, I, I don't know which one this is, but... This is a, you know, GSP came in this fight at 169, so he is a pound under what he had to come in. Yeah, those fights, GSP basically beat Matt Hughes up all Matt. three times. Um, the well, first time Matt fight. Hughes won. Yeah, this yeah, must the first be the, fight. Uh, the, the very first fight, he, uh, he just beat GSP in an arm bar. Yeah, he beat him in like 459 of the first round. But... GSP won that whole round. He beat him up. Matt Hughes couldn't take him down. GSP was landing at will, but got that last little fucking whatever happened at the very end. GSP got caught in the armbar and tapped. And Matt Hughes yep. thought he was the shit for that. And it was really funny because GSP thrashed him that whole fight. He really did thrash him. And Matt Hughes comes out, oh, I just beat this guy. And look at him after the fight. Matt Hughes looks like... He is not feeling good. He was hurt after that. You could tell he was hurt. And he trash-talked GSP after that fight. When they fought again the second time, it was so fun to watch. Matt Hughes just got crushed in the second and third fight. I mean crushed. And it was really kind of fun to watch. Now here's one a little, about a year and a half later, GSP against against Matt, uh, Matt Sarah. Yeah, that one sucked. So anyway, here here's my I got another I got another one for you, Jason. If you're ready. Okay, hold on. Well, I've got a question for you. You just asked one. No, 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 no. Hold on. This is this is my number two question. This this is a good one. This one I, I know you like this guy, and he you've actually met one of these guys, which is kind of a big deal. What do you think of Luke Rockhold versus Chris Weidman two? That got booked. Is it a good fight, or is it just kind of like a placeholder again? I mean, Luke Rockhold has one win and two knockout losses in the last three. Chris had three losses in a row, and then he finally got a win recently. What do you think of that fight? Luke actually won. When they fought, Luke Luke got a TKO over Chris. I, I, I don't see it going any different. You think Luke's going to win again? I, I do. I, you know, there's just the, you know, you've got certain matchups. And this is actually kind of leading into my next question. 
Okay. There's just certain matchups that you just don't match up well against. Yeah. White does not match up well against Luke Rockhold. Yes, I might be a little partial because I got to meet Luke Rockhold last year when I was in San Jose. Mm-hmm. God, his entourage is hot as hell, let me tell you that much. Oh, yeah. But I don't see that fight going any different. I mean, we just saw two guys fight. Well, you did. I didn't, you know, I didn't watch it. Dillashaw Garbrandt. How many yeah. times do we have to see this? Never going to change. Uh, yeah, yeah, I hope that one doesn't happen again because Dillashaw has knocked him out twice and there's no reason for a third one. Um, no. Now there... I don't see... This I, is I one I wanted to bring up, though. Let me bring this one up real quick. Luke Rockhold fought your favorite fighter in the world, Michael Bisping, the first time, and absolutely destroyed this man. Yeah. Okay, he just, he absolutely handled this thing the first time. And I, along with the whole world, thought the second fight was going to go the exact same. Rockhold is just going to crush this guy. And look what happens is Bisping knocked Luke Rockhold out in the first round. You know, um, I think the way Luke has looked lately, I think Chris Weidman wins this fight. We don't know. It's just it's hard. It's hard to tell. You just well, you never know. know. But that's my that's my thought. I think Chris is going to win this one. I just don't see it going any differently. I mean, you just get knocked out badly in a fight. I just don't see it going any different. Okay. That's just me. Yeah. All right, so what do you got for me? What's your other question? Um, so we both know this lady is a badass. He ran her division. You talking about your mom again? Now, no, you're absolutely right there. I know. <laughs> um, we know this. We know this lady's a badass. Yes. And of course, she now does not hold the title anymore. Now, is it a bad matchup with Rose and Johanna? Well, is Rose a bad matchup for Johanna, or is Rose just that good? Rose is really good. She, when she first came out, she was throwing flying arm bars. She has very, very underrated grappling. You know, she she submitted what Paige Van Zandt and Michelle Waterson. She knocked out um, Johanna. She proved she could go five rounds standing with Johanna and win. Um, Rose is just very, very good all around. I think I think uh, Johanna is good. But I think Johanna peaked and now is not going to do much better. You know, she's going to beat a lot of those girls by decision, a lot of those women by decision, but she's just not going to beat Rose. Um, I just Johanna never really had what you want to 
she doesn't have knockout power. She does not have a, a one-punch knockout. That's 100% true. She's a accumulative. She's like Nate Diaz. She's, She's going to take more than one yeah. shot to knock you out. She'll rabbit punch you to death. Yes. You get hit by enough of those punches that could put you to sleep. It's going to put you down anyway. Cumulative effect. Yeah. Nate Diaz doesn't have what you want to call knockout power, but he's going to rabbit no. punch you to death. We saw that yes. in the second fight. Look at Conor McGregor's face. Conor McGregor yeah, the took the most fight. punches to the head that he's ever taken in his career in that one fight. Yeah. But Nate Diaz also looked bad. It's Yeah, it's weird. It's hard to say, you know, what's going to happen. But, um... So, it's, basically it's my question cool. is... Yeah. So, basically what my question was, is Rose that good? Or is Rose just a bad matchup for Johan? I think Rose is that good. That's my... That's or, my is it, um, or, is, or is it a cumulative effect? Is she that good? No, Rose is a bad matchup. Rose truly is that good. I, I, I really think she is. She's good everywhere. No, that I mean, that was my question. You know, you told me before the show, asked three questions. I'm like... That one clicked in my head. I'm like, I want to get your opinion on that. Because we know mm-hmm. Johanna's a badass. What is she? Yeah. Um, she had what? Was it 11 or 12 successful title defenses? Which I think broke no, no, the record. No, she, Johanna didn't have that many title defenses. She only, Johanna only defended the belt like four times, five times. Hmm. Yeah, I was thinking of another fighter. I thought she had quite a few title defenses. No. But No, no. She did. She she won the belt. She was the first, well, the second flyweight champion. She was the first one to actually defend the belt. But uh, no, she didn't. She never. Um, she didn't have that many defenses. Okay, but yeah, she just fought here a little while ago, and yeah, she beat Tisha Torres again mm-hmm. in a decision. Yeah, if I remember correctly, she doesn't have very very many submissions, does she? I don't think she has any. So every fight she's won, I don't think she's ever knocked anyone out either. So every fight she's won has been by decision. No, no, no. She's got TKOs. She got a TKO over Carla Barza. She TKO'd mm, um, okay. Jessica Penne and Valerie Letourneau. Okay, well, so no, she, but she the, can. But the majority of her wins are. That's very, very true. Now, what what I did want to bring up is um, over there in the Professional Fighters League, they're doing, as you know, they're doing that tournament, the 170-pound, $1 million tournament, which is really cool. But they've got this lady called Kayla Harrison. She's a judo gold medalist. There's a lot of comparisons between her and Ronda Rousey. Kayla, though, fights at the 155-pound class. She's, She's big. She's a lady that maybe if if Chris Cyborg's still around, give I would give Kayla Harrison maybe another year or so to develop. I would love to see that fight because Kayla is a, a badass. She's, she's like Ronda Rousey 2.0, much, much bigger and stronger. She actually looks 
bigger than Cyborg, more muscular, you know. And she's a gold medal judo player, gold medalist. I think that's a fight that should happen in a while. But she's only had two pro fights, so you got to give her some time to develop. You don't rush somebody to fight Cyborg, that's for sure. No, no, no. Well, now you're leading me into my final third question of the night. So, no, you okay, can't rush to fight Cyborg. Cyborg, no. Cyborg's a badass bitch. Even though she yeah. looks like a dude. That, that has nothing to do with it, Jason. Absolutely nothing. I didn't say it did have it, but it, she I know, but there's no reason, a, there's no reason to bring that up. We're, we're, we're past that kind of shit. Come on. I know. We, we got, we're we're, that, we're that, better that. than that. We're, we're better than that. Don't, don't drag us down to that level. You know, but you know what I'm saying. She is. I don't know what you're saying. Like I said, she's she's good. She has looked to have absolutely nothing to do with it. So don't again, don't drag us down to that level. Okay, I'm sorry for the com- I'm sorry for that comment. I was I was I, I was being funny is where I was going with that. So, it's not funny. But so we all know she is even after all the serious weight cuts that she does to get into these fights. She still goes in and dominates everyone she fights. Yes. Fight hasn't been signed yet, but there has been rumor of it. Amanda Nunes against Chris Cyborg. It's, you know, it's one of those fights you never really know. Um, There's a lot of posturing on both sides because I don't know. It doesn't sound like either side really, really wants this fight. You know what I mean? Um, Nunez says she wants it, but then, oh, I don't want to fight till December. Fucking December. It's August. You know, and, and she said this two months ago in June. Like, you don't want to fight for six months? Seven months, whatever it is? Seriously? Whatever. But then she said she wanted to fight somebody else in their division way before that first. And Chris Cyborg's like, hey, man, I don't want to wait that long to fight. You know, I just don't want to. Give me somebody else if she doesn't want to fight me. But the UFC isn't lining her up with anybody. And why are you making these... Why? It's, it's, a, it's a good fight. It's a fun fight. Amanda's fought at 145 multiple times, so I don't see why they wouldn't fight. It's just it's a fight that I think both of them say they want, but I don't know that they both really want this fight because, and by both, I think mainly Amanda doesn't really want this fight is what I think it is. That would be a fun fight to watch for the simple fact is, is they're both heavy, heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. Now, you take Amanda against Ronda Rousey when she came out like she was shot from a cannon, Cyborg might have a problem. Yeah. Yeah, but we all know you has gone away. Her last couple of fights, we have not seen Amanda fight like that. Amanda has been much more timid. She's thrown one or two shots at a time and very, very worried about her cardio because of how bad Valentina took her out. You know, Valentina made her look terrible. And even Kat Zingano did the same thing. She made Amanda look horrible because Amanda 
doesn't have the gas to go two, three hard rounds, let alone five. But that, I think that's why she's been, like you said, she's been coming into these fights a little timid. So she's not blowing herself out in the first round. Yeah. Because she knows that she's going to have to go multiple rounds. So she needs that gas and that tank for the, for the, for the back end of that fight. Mm-hmm. I just think that would be a fun, fun fight if they ever got that scheduled. I think it's a good fight, but it absolutely means nothing. Um, unless Amanda truly wants to go for the second belt, which is crazy because there's really nobody else at 145, or um, they want to have Amanda possibly. I would I would rather see Amanda keep defending her 135 title. To be honest with you, I don't I don't see them. 135 is a stacked division, so I mean they're losing some people, but it's still a good division. Let her defend the title there. I just think it would be a fun fight, and I would, I, if that fight ever got scheduled, I would, mm-hmm. I would buy, I would buy that card just to watch that fight. That would be well worth. Yeah, it. I think that's a fun one. I, I agree with you, though. It is a good fight. Uh, I think. What Chris do you think? Of, uh, yeah, I think Chris wins too, but she pretty much wins every fight she's in. Right. Uh, what do you think of Bellator? is now having one of their best lightweights as a free agent. Michael Chandler is a free agent. And he said he's going to go follow the money. If he gets a better offer, or he's going with the best offer. He doesn't care who it is. But he said he does want to fight a trilogy with Eddie Alvarez. Uh, what do you think of his chances of being in the UFC? Now, I don't know much about that Bellator fighter. I don't. Michael Chandler, really? I don't watch a lot of Bellator. Okay. I haven't watched a lot of Bellator. Got to watch that. Good stuff. I know, but not I all of it's great, but some of it's some of it's really good. Um, pretty fun to watch. It's good. It's good. Good organization. No, no, no. I'm not saying nothing bad about Bellator. I just haven't watched a lot of fights. What Chandler's really good. He's a he's a very tough fighter. I don't think he's championship material in the UFC at all. Um, I think he's he's very good, though. Don't get me wrong. Um, I can see him beating Eddie Alvarez probably now, which gets you in the top ten for sure in the UFC. But I, don't, I just don't see him – I don't see him ever even challenging for a belt in the UFC, to be honest. I mean, then if that's the case, then he should stay in Bellator, where he's at. The, the money is in both organizations. We we have seen this. Bellator has taken yes. UFC fighters. So the money is there. So if all he's worried oh, about yeah. is money, then – and if he's that good at Bellator, and, he, and, he, and if he's a good brand for Bellator, I don't see why Bellator wouldn't keep him. I definitely think he's good. he's good there. He's a good brand. He's a good name, a big name to have over there. Um, <clears throat> it, you know, it could I be mean, one of those things where he's kind of stale there. Maybe he feels that, hey, I need a change. You know, I want to go somewhere else. I want to go to the UFC because that's the only move up. That's the only step up from Bellator, to be honest. There's nobody, you're not going to go anywhere else that's better than Bellator unless you go to the UFC. So maybe he's at that point where he's like, hey, you know what, I'm a free agent. 
I just want to go to the UFC and, and test the waters. And I admire that. I, I do. Um, and, and again, I'm not knocking him. He's a really good fucking fighter. He's a really tough fighter. He's very, very athletic, very good. I would love to see him go in there with a lot of those guys in the UFC. I don't think he's going to fare as well, but I think it'll be great for him and the UFC. It'll be great fights. Now, one of my favorite fighters in Bellator, how do you think he would do in the UFC and Patricky Pitbull? I think the same way. I think Patricky get lit up in the UFC, depending on how they matched him up. I think he just gets tore up. But he's a, but he's a great Bellator fighter. He's a good fighter, yeah. And, and by you know again, that's no knock on Patricky. Good fighter, great hands, <clears throat> and everything like that. I just think he gets tore up in the UFC. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> but that but that I mean that that just kind of goes back to what we're the point that we're trying to make. There's nothing you, mm-hmm. you can't downsize Bellator whatsoever. It's a great organization, and we all know. Yeah. There's money to be made in Bellator now. Yes. But they just don't have the talent there in Bellator like they have. No, no, they they have a lot of talent. They're still putting together more and more pieces. Um, I mean, they got a huge, the big tournament coming up. They're finally going to get on with their heavyweight tournament, which is fun. Um, And we get to finally see a very, very good fight with Gegard Mousasi and and Rory McDonald coming up, that's going to be a blast. <clears throat> oh, that's, that's a big fight. And yeah. the good thing about Bellator is all free. You don't have to pay for it. That's, that's what I like yeah. about it. Oh, definitely. We all like that. <clears throat> Honestly, some, some yeah. of my favorite UFC fights have come on, uh, on the fight night. Oh, for sure. Yeah, some of the best. So, why don't you? We're kind of at that point in the show where we got a little bit of time left. We got a, we've got some time left, but we're not in a rush. But I do want to get this out there tonight. Why don't you break the news of who our interview? We got a big interview next week. Why don't you break the news on who that actually is? So we have an interview next week with President. Of Invicta, Shannon Knapp. Yes, that's going to be a big interview. Um, it's always a fun one. We've had her on before, and it was a blast. She's very, very cool to talk to. Very, very intelligent woman. She's the president, as Jason said, of Invicta. We talked to her on Twitter. She said, yes, she would love to come on. Next week would be perfect. So we're going to do that. I... Definitely, I'm going to talk to her about the upcoming Invicta card that's going to be headlined by Verna Jandaroba defending her title against Janessa Morandon. Two very, very good fighters. It's going to be a, a really, really good fight, I think. Uh, very tough ladies. Verna, her grappling is so good. And, and Janessa is so tough. It's just, it's, it's somebody's going to have to give, but it's going to be fun. Um, at any rate, we're going to talk to her about that. We're going to talk to her about some of the up-and-comers in that card. Um, Kay Hansen's going to be on the card. Kay Hansen's a big up-and-comer, um, plus the main event. Uh, 
shit, I can't even remember everybody in it, but we're going to break that card down next week for sure. And then we get to talk to her. Whatever you're doing, Jason, that's making too much noise. I'm not doing anything. It's feedback. I was just walking. We're going to talk to her about that Grusander versus Frey, basically the robbery, and what, if any, plans they have on getting a rematch together. So hopefully we get a pretty solid answer there. And maybe we'll find out that the Invicta has some kind of plan. And there is one thing I want to ask her since we did have her on a little while ago is I want to ask her about, you know, the progress of the Invicta boxing that she broke on our show, which was really cool. Yeah, that would be fun to see what kind of progress they've had. You know, especially nowadays, they've got – They've got that bare knuckle boxing thing going. Um, there's a lot of different boxing to go on, and, and the bare knuckle one—they're having women on there now. As you might have seen, you know, Beck Rollins is one. Now, one of my favorites, a lady we've actually had on the show—you remember her, Christine Faria. She's going to be yep. fighting at this weekend's event. So this weekend, they're actually having a really, uh, a really stacked. Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships. It's um, This is kind of a cool thing. Let me see. Let me read you some of the names on this card. Besides Beth Rollins, Kendall Grove is going to be there. You know him. Joey Beltran. Yep. Chris Lytle. Um, uh, That's a name Charles I haven't Crazy heard. Horse Bennett. That's a name I haven't heard yeah, in a Christine long time. Yeah, Christine Faria. What's Chris, that? Chris Lytle is a name I have not heard in a long time. Yeah, he fought a while ago. He hasn't been in the UFC. He he last fought in the UFC. This is a long time ago. But uh, he was pretty good. Chris Lytle was good. You know, fun to watch. Uh, there's a lot of names on this card, man. I I, I talked to Christine Faria myself um, on Messenger and whatnot, and she's pretty excited. And I told her, I personally am buying this card because this card is exciting for me. I've never watched bare knuckle boxing, but you know, in the old days when we watched the UFC, it was all bare knuckle anyway, so it didn't really matter. This is just a little, this is really just a little bit different than that. And and when is this card going off? Saturday night. Oh wait wait wait. On, yeah, this Saturday the twenty fifth. On pay per view. Yeah. I might buy that. I, I'm definitely buying that. It'll be a good one. It'll be nice to watch it. You know, I, I, I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah, and I have not watched any of these bare knuckle events yet. Well, this is only their second one. So I didn't watch. I, so I do like know. I, I in, in the other, I guess there's two organizations out there right now. This is, um, this is the bare knuckle, shit, fighting championships, and there's another one I believe, and. That one is going to have Chris Lieben versus uh, Phil Baroni. They're going to be fighting in it. And that's kind of a big wow. deal. You know, Chris Lieben's coming back. He hasn't fought for a number of years. Phil Baroni, he's kind of up and down. He's He was a, a real fun fighter to watch back in the day. He didn't have a very good gas tank ever, but he was exciting as all anything to watch fight. He was 
man, that guy was all he's he was like a man in the Nunez. You know, Amanda didn't have a gas tank, but while she's there, she's all action, you know? Oh, yeah. That's what I like about her. Yeah. Kind of, uh, it's kind of cool to see this happening. Yeah, it's just, you know, more and more um, events coming up, more and more different type of fighting being produced. Yeah, it, it, it's a lot of fun, actually. Yeah, Definitely. Okay, last question I have for you tonight before we go. Heather Hardy, she's taking on Shelly Vincent um, in boxing. Now, Shelly was the one, you remember during Heather Hardy's last fight in Bellator, uh, you and I had talked about this. This was a while ago, though. But Heather Hardy had that fight where this lady came out during her weigh-ins and tried to rush the stage, just basically acting like an asshole. And turns out it was Shelly Vincent. A former competitor, they they boxed before where Heather won, and Shelly's only lost in the boxing ring, and they're now set to rematch for the WBO title, the featherweight title in October. What do you think about that? That should be that should be fun to watch. It, that that should be a very interesting fight. Now Heather's actually undefeated in the ring. Looking at those two though, they don't look like the same weight class. Shelly looks pretty. Pretty muscular, so I'm thinking Shelly probably cut a lot of weight to get down. But uh, it will be a fun fight, and I'm I'm fairly excited for that. No, that's going to be a great fight. But I shared something on Facebook the other day, and you said you caught it. Yeah. Um, when you you were saying, oh, she doesn't look like they're in the same weight class. This white lady, I want to say she was like six one, six two, and mm-hmm. then you had this really tiny African American chick. I want to say she was only about five six, five six, maybe five seven at the most. That tiny chick just laid a punch on her and laid her the fuck out. Yeah. So, yeah, size does mean a lot, but in some cases. It doesn't Vonda mean Ward. That was the name was Vonda Ward. Not I thought I knew it was Vonda something. Vonda Ward. She's six she was a big six. woman. Six, six, six foot six. six, man. Big lady. Yeah. And she got her ass handed to her by a chick that was almost half her size. Well, you know what? I don't remember how big she was, but yeah. Let's see, what was, what was the, I can't remember that other lady's name, but yeah, it was, um, man, that was a terrible fight for her. She got thrashed. Got, you know, so with, so my point being, I mean, yes, size means a lot, but in some cases, size doesn't mean anything. Yes. You know know what though? That was her only loss. When Vonda, Vonda lost that fight, it was the Ann Wolf. That was her only loss ever. She came back, though, and got, what, one, two? Uh, she got a couple knockouts and, and some decisions. So she did. She came back from that. And Ann Wolf only lost one fight. Ann Wolf lost once by TKO also. Kind of interesting. Both of us only lost one fight. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that was a crazy knockout, dude. That was 
Ann Wolf was like like dead out cold, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, she was out cold. Yeah. You know when they go out and it doesn't even look like they're breathing out cold? You're like, fuck, that lady just died. That pretty much. So for sure that happened. Um, I don't remember when that was though. That's been quite a while, I think. Let's see, that was um shit, that's been four what, fourteen years. Yeah, I just I saw that that came up. It said one of the wicked most wickedest knockouts you'll ever see. And well that was I'll tell you that what, was Jason. Here's what you do. You get your ass on the Twitter and Instagram, whatever, and why don't you look up Ann Wolf and see if you can't get her on the show? That would actually be really cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, do that, and we'll see if we can talk to her about that. And Ann Wolf's had a good career, too. Like I said, 24-1, and that's pretty impressive. That is very impressive. Yeah. So, with that, we are looking forward to next week. We, Like I said, we had a big interview next week. We're going to talk Invicta with Shannon Knapp and, and generally have another. There's a couple of events this coming weekend, nothing huge. But um, I think this weekend's the UFC fight night with uh, Gaethje versus um, Vic. So that's going to be a good one. And, you know, that's kind of a – that's a cool little fight night coming up. I like that one. Um Thing. I'm trying to think of what else. What do we have going on next week besides that? I I don't think there's anything outside of that. Okay. Uh, outside of the bare knuckle uh, that that bare knuckle fight that you were just talking about. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about that next week. But so next week on the fight, it's gonna be a free card. So it's a fight uh, like a it's a fight night card. So it's gonna be on Fox Sports. So we get Justin Gaethje versus James Vick and and that's a good fight right there. Andre Feely versus Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson's great. We all know that. He's fun to watch. That guy's, it kind of depends on Michael Johnson. Sometimes he comes out a little flat. A lot of times he's really, really good. He's fun to watch. This is a good one, though, Jason. You're going to like this one. Courtney Casey versus Angela Hill. That's a good fight right there. That's I like that fight a lot. Yeah. Brian Barbarina versus Jake Ellenberger. Um uh, I can't pronounce this guy's first name. Divison Figueroa versus John Moraga. Eric Anders versus Tim Williams. And that's all on the main card. So the prelim card, we got Wallery Alves versus James Krause. Lurie Alcantara versus Corey Sanhagen. Marcus Perez, he's going to be taking on um, Andrew Sanchez. And then Mickey Gall. We haven't heard much of Mickey Gall for a while since he destroyed uh, Super Sage, he's taken on Andrew Sanchez and, and Mick, or sorry, George Sullivan. And he beat, um, you know, the UFC's favorite CM Punk, which was terrible. Um, Joanne Calderwood's taken on Kalinda Faria down in the uh, fight pass card. Drew Dober versus John Tuck. And Luke Sanders versus Ronnie Yaya are going to be the curtain jerkers. So, uh, it, it looks like a good fight like card, you know. You know what that means, right? That's an old wrestling term. First one out, get the crowd started, you know. Right. Uh, Ronnie, Ronnie Yaya, he's had a lot of fights. He's had 30-something fights. That guy is so good on the ground. 
And I mean, he's just so freaking good on the ground. It's ridiculous. So he's he's always excited. I think, you know, he loses fights, but he, he's he's so hitting man, such a good grappler. It's it's just crazy. So we'll see how that goes. So again, a good fight card on this weekend. You guys will be able to catch that on Fox Sports. Um, there's the Tuesday night contenders or Dana White contender series. It's again on. I think it's on Friday night. It's on the Fight Pass. Uh, other than that, I believe, yeah, that's it for the weekend. And then the next week is, I think that's about it. I don't know what's coming up. The next week, we won't worry about the next week. We'll talk about that next week on the show. How's that? I want to say there's a big UFC event coming up, but that might be in a week or two. I want to say it was September 4th, but I'm not 100% sure. Or the weekend, or the, yeah, the, or, yeah. That would make okay. it the eighth thing. Yeah. All right. So, that's pretty cool. Um, we will, you know, with that, you know, next week's going to be fun. We got, a, like I said, a great interview. We're going to really hammer um, Shannon about the card coming up. If you want to know about that card, she's going to be the woman to hear about it. Okay, she knows about the card. She helps put that shit together. This is the lady to listen to. Um, tune in and get some good knowledge on Invicta. Decide if you're going to want to watch that. I, I really say you're going to want to watch that card. It's a big card. There's a lot of big names on that card. The title fight's going to be must-see. If you want to see a good fight with two very well-skilled women, this is a fight to watch. And with that, I say good night, Jason. Go ahead. All right, brother. You have a good week, and we'll talk next week. Right.